The Tie and Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com. Three, two, one. Every human came to earth with a gift. And they must discover that gift and refine that gift for them to be fulfilled. The prerequisite for spending time with any person is that they nourish and inspire you. They feed your flame. Yo, hey man, how you work this radio? You're not listening to the Ty and Hoodie Show. Keep it locked. Owning a home and paying it off is one of the data points of an everyday millionaire. Home sales across the U.S. are on the rise as buyers take advantage of record low mortgage rates. Good morning, morning, morning. Now let's get back to the Ty and Hoodie Show. <laughs> Morning. It's the time the, the world famous, as I like to say, Ty and Hoodie show right here on 93.5 K Day. Each and every Sunday morning, uh, Sunday, 630 to 7 a.m. It's always our pleasure to present to you the, you know, the wealth of uh, information we like to bring to you. Um, I'm Trevon Smith, also known as Trey. This is my wonderful uh, co-host, my main man, uh, Andrew Jesse Coba. How are you doing today, Andrew? I'm doing good, Trevon. How are you today? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm blessed. I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm, I can't wait to get into the, to the show. It's definitely something new, but we've never really done. But like I said, mm-hmm. I, I have the pleasure of being around psychologists, psychiatrists. So, you know, I'm, I'm picking brains today. So, <laughs> so it's a pleasure for us. Yes, absolutely. It's been a pleasure. And, um, you know, we, we've done over 35 shows so yeah. far and, and, you know, we keep going. We're grateful for all the wonderful guests. But we have a different one today. We're taking a different spin today. So why don't you go ahead and do your thing? Yeah. The, so so the information I want everybody to stop real quick and just and just uh, you can catch all this information on YouTube or and go back and and if you need to give me a call or text me, I'll, I'll give my information because this is something that you need. We all need this kind of information that we're going to have today. You can get a, a, some of this information on CouplesAcademy.org. Uh, the uh, audacity of marriage.org. Um, they have a couple books out. Um, all the information is on those websites. There's been 17 plus years of working with high profile clients, entertainers, athletes. Uh, they, they've, they've been on numerous networks such as NBC, BT, and NBC. Uh, they pu- uh, published numerous, numerous uh, educational materials. I've had a chance to skim through a couple, and they've helped over 800 couples. Uh, through the, the Trusted uh, Couples Academy. With my pleasure, uh, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to introduce Mr. Hassani and Mr. Uh, Miss Danielle Pettiford. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing great. Phenomenal, Thank man. Thank you for having us. Yes. How are you guys doing? Uh, it, it's, it's always wonderful to get people like you. It's always wonderful to see our, see our people, you know, prospering. So how are you guys doing this morning? Everything good? Yeah. So doing far, so great. Good. Okay. If uh, now I always like to step into the show by just giving a little background. Um, we call it the "Don't Be Humble" show, so don't try to, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't don't play it down. I I think it's important for people to know exactly who you are. If you could tell us a little bit about both your both your indiv- uh, selves as individuals, then how you came together and and where you're at now. Well, we so we've been married going on 19 years. We have four beautiful daughters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we formed an organization before we got married called Touch and Agree Family Institute, which was really about helping couples have healthy relationships. And then once we got married 
and experience certain challenges in our particular relationship, we figured, you know what, well, we need help. I was resistant at first. I didn't want to get help as most men typically are because wow. we try to figure it out, get, get all the answers done and, and provide the solutions. But when we kept hitting brick walls, we realized that we needed something more and uh, we, we got help. And then after getting help, we said, you know what? Uh, why don't we get trained in this to figure out how to keep our marriage together so that we stay in a good place? And as a result of that, we said, you know what, why don't we share this with other people? So we eventually moved down to Atlanta, Georgia and rebranded as Couples Academy. At that particular time, we've been working with, uh, you know, couples on how to enrich their relationships. But then we started dealing with deeper dive issues, couples in crisis, those on the verge of divorce, those impacted by an affair who are trying to figure out how to restore their relationship. And we realized that we knew basics, but we needed to go deeper. Mm -hmm. So I became an infidelity recovery specialist. Danielle, she'll give her background too. She got certifications and licenses and other things. And so now we're able to really impact couples in a tremendous way. We've written 14 books. We do conferences all over the world. We've done European tours, Africa tours. I think we've hit every continent but Antarctica, mm -hmm. waiting for that day. Yeah. Um, and, and we've had a few television shows, both daytime talk as well as reality. And we've been in this space trying to make impact in the lives of people. Yeah. The uh, well, only thing I would add is just that, you know, us starting out really trying to focus on impacting our own marriage led us down this path. So we never really had this intention um, when we started to share this, as Asani said, folks really had serious problems. We would sit around dining room tables and talk to people. And we were thinking, you know, maybe people want to have a good time. Maybe people want to do group date nights. And they had real issues. And we started to share our experience. So for me, I thought I want to really do something that brings tremendous uh, impact to these couples. And so I went and got certified in Enneagram personality typing and hypnotherapy to just bring some specific therapies to what we do to be able to help folks actually change. And I think that's the biggest thing here. You know, we all struggle. We have all kinds of issues and our biggest issue is actually to change. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that we help couples do. So we have a retreat center here in Atlanta and we have couples who will fly in from all over the country, different parts of the world to spend a weekend with us to help to help transform their lives. We believe that the key to your marital restoration is your personal transformation. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we, we're able to make impact in the lives of others and we're, we're excited about that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that, that's interesting. You know, I, I've always seen these movies about this and I watch it with my wife. We watch couples retreat and stuff like that. And, and I'm blessed to, you know, to, to be in the situation I'm having. And, uh, and as a, in our community, um, just me, just 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 speaking out loud, not trying to any scripts right now. In our community, it seems like the urban community has a problem with reaching out for help. Do you guys mm. see that all the time as well, or feel as I as I'm assuming? I feel like that has been a stigma for years that Black folks in general do not seek counseling. They do not. Um, they don't have an interest in it. They fear it for some reason. They think that if you have to go to a counselor, there's something wrong with you. That is passing away. That is changing very rapidly with the with uh, the coaching space that has kind of taken over the world. Right now, we hear more about coaching and my life coach, et cetera, as opposed to I'm going to a psychologist because yeah. I have mental issues. Right. We've mm -hmm. always connected it to there's something broken in me as opposed to a coach that is mm -hmm. going to lead you to transformation. And that's what we provide. And, and I, that's a great point. And, and I, it helps us to differentiate 
who we are from others. I think we take a hybrid approach. We apply counseling as well as coaching. Counseling kind of looks at where you are today and connects it to your past. So you're able to know why you are the way that you are. You get insight revelation on your own issues. Coaching looks at where you are today and connects it to your future. That's where your how-to, your implementation, your strategy, the plan, the course of action comes in. So they both provide something uniquely different. And you need both in order to take people on a journey to get them to their final destination. So I, I like to kind of rewind a little bit. You know, we, we kind of dove in and we're going 100 miles an hour. I think some people who are listening to the show on the radio right now or watching on YouTube are saying, what is this about? We're talking about marriage, right? We're talking about how to keep marriages together. And we're talking about, you know, the fact that the, the, the divorce rate in the country or in the world has gone off the roof, you know, over the last 10 years. It used to be, a, 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 um, you know, somewhat like a bad thing if you say, well, I'm, going, I'm getting a divorce. But that's not the case anymore. Now mm-hmm. it's like, you know what, I'm done with you. Let's get a divorce. So, but, but, but the, the impact of that on families and children is tremendously devastating down the road. And I'm saying this to you guys because I've been through a divorce in the past. But I said my first marriage was a colossal failure. You know, I was divorced when my daughter was two years old. And it was terribly difficult for a number of years. I I mean, I I was a single dad for almost 10 years before I got remarried. You know, so I want us to kind of dial back and say, let's talk about marriage real quick. Let's talk about from your experience. What are some of the key factors that helps, you know, a marriage stay together, mm. you know, in, especially in, in a minority community? I'm not saying, you know, it doesn't happen in other communities, but minority is kind of like what we want to focus on. What, what helps marriages stay together that long? Yeah. I mean, well, this, this might sound cliche, but it just is what it is, and it's communication. Yeah. Right? That is the biggest failure mm-hmm. that we, we all suffer from because we have different communication styles. And, and that has been a, a serious eye-opener for us in our practice is helping people to understand that your spouse has a different lens than you do. And it's not necessarily good or bad. It's just something that needs to be understood. And once couples understand each other, there's this this empathy um, as a response that grows. And now we're willing to work with each other a little bit because we don't feel like we are being attacked necessarily. We're understanding that we're different. We're individuals that we actually need to learn how to understand each other so that we can work together. I think that's the biggest issue. That is the absolutely the number one issue when we talk about the top five things that really impact the marriage the most, sex, money, in-laws, parenting, communication. Your inability to effectively communicate will ensure that problems show up in all these other Every areas. Other area. mm-hmm. But when you resolve it, everything changes. Mm-hmm. Another huge piece of insight that took us years to discover. And now that we've discovered, it's like, wow, we look through a different lens. Many people use the word marriage and relationship interchangeably as if they're the same thing, but they're two completely different things. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about marriage, you're talking about partnership. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about your relationship, you're talking about companionship, two different things. So when you're dealing with partnership, you're dealing with you know, two people who generate income from the household, the managing of the finances, the parenting of the children, 
you know, the daily dutiful responsibilities of maintaining a household. That is how you show up as partners in the marriage. But then you have your relationship, which speaks to companionship. Well, what's that? Blending of personalities, effective communication, sexual fulfillment, meeting each other's love language, speaking each other's emotional needs. It's the heartfelt connection between two people. So we have found that there are many couples who have great marriages, money in the bank, beautiful neighborhood, kids in a great school, but their relationships are horrible. They've gone from being soulmates to roommates to roommates, oh. and in rare cases, cellmates where they feel trapped in a marital <laughs> That's prison. Real. That's real. And so they, they each require different skills. They each require uh, intentionality for you to succeed in both spaces. And when you have a good blend of a healthy relationship and a healthy partnership, you're in a good place. I'm, I'm, I'm truly loving this information and to be able to transition it out to our listeners out here in uh, California. Um, but they, they can, they can definitely check you guys out at the couples academy.org, the audacity of marriage.org. I believe I have a, a phone number for you guys too. And correct me if I'm saying it wrong. Six, seven, eight, 200, eight, nine, nine, six. Is that correct? That's, we can give that out, right? That so, is correct. We, so, the, the, the audacity of marriage website, that's not out currently, but couplesacademy.org. Okay. That's the main site where you can find out everything you need about. And we have clients in California, in Texas, yeah. Virginia, Chicago, oh, all over the world. Yeah. I mean, I mean, my, my marriage is universal, right? I mean, it so the, 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 the same thing, the, the idea of a man and a woman wanting to be together or two people wanting to be together is, is, is universal. You know, so it, it, it's there's nothing new about it. Um, it. It's just it's such there's just so much to unpack when it comes to marriage. You know, two people deciding we're going to tidy knot and we're going to be together forever. I mean, like you said, communication was the reason why my first marriage failed. And I, you know, I didn't know that then I thought I was all right and she was all wrong. And she had the same thought process, too. And when we both bought heads, we finally decided, you know what, we're done. And I, and I thought all women were evil, you know, when that happened to me. I mean, yeah. just, just being honest here, you know. So um, this is something that we can talk about over and over and over, you know. Um, but, but two people I wanted to mention real quick on our show here. Not too long ago, Jeff Bezos got divorced recently. Um, and Bill Gates announced their divorce. So people that have it all, money, fame, the whole nine yards, what's your input on that? Why the divorce? Well, hmm. we, we were actually just talking about this yeah. on our show this morning, particularly uh, the Gates uh, couple. And, you know, there was, I mean, when you take a, a deeper dive and you look through a microscope, you begin to see cracks, right? So there, I think there were a few contributing factors as to why that couple divorced. Number one, it started off wrong, in my opinion. You know, they had an arrangement from the very beginning that, listen, we're going to get married, we're going to tie the knot, but I still have a relationship with my ex that I want to maintain. So they had an agreement that once a year, Bill could go away on a long weekend vacation with his ex that he still had this love and emotional attachment for. So in essence, they were agreeing to an open marriage. And when you mm -hmm. open your marriage up to other people, then guess what? You may open it up to a 
world of other things that you're not ready for, you don't believe in. So that was one issue that I saw was problematic in their marriage that eventually caused a strain. But that compounded on top of the fact that he had such an endearing close relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, right. who is known Ooh. for sex trafficking, you know, having sex with little girls and then passing them off, selling them off to other elite. That was a major impact or devastating impact right. on their marriage as well. And I was going to say that if you even dial it back before that hit, his wife actually walking into a relationship with somebody of his caliber and making an arrangement like this, I think it happens a lot that we go into relationships seeing red flags, um, willing to compromise on our standards and our, our values for the sake of, and you can fill in the blanks, right? Later on, it always comes back to bite you. Yeah. And, you know, we don't just meet with uh, couples. We actually work with individuals too, because not every relationship makes it. And so time after time after time, when you're getting into the details of a relationship that fell apart, you find out you knew all along this wasn't a thing. You knew from the very beginning that this was a mistake, but you put on the blindfold and you went there anyway. And now here we are exactly where everyone else projected that you would be. So sometimes we turn a blind eye to these things. And I think that might've been part of what happened in the gate situation that she did some things maybe she never agreed with. And then his mm -hmm. friendships were really a big issue for her. You know, this is guilty by association. If you're friends with Jeffrey Epstein, you're probably doing some very unethical things. And there's the roller coaster or, or the snowball rather. I think ultimately at the end of the day, overwhelmingly all of us on some level have done marriage wrong. We've been mm -hmm. handed scripts down from mom and dad, or there have been certain societal norms that we brought into the relationship. We've had certain perspectives and views and opinions different from our partner, mm -hmm. which has caused conflict and it results in crisis in the relationship. And so we have to learn how to begin to do marriage right. It's important that couples, listen, you know, the Bible talks about this all the time, that a man shall leave his father and mother uh, and cleave unto his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Now, oneness is what we're searching for, but we're not looking for sameness. We don't have to be the same, but we have to be one. God is not looking for uniformity. He's looking for unity. I think oftentimes we don't take the time to really understand our spouse and value our spouse for who they are and what they bring to the table. We want to make them just like us. They need to respond like us. They need to think like us. They need to do what we do. In essence, we're trying to fix them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And, and it's almost like saying God made a mistake and now I'm here to correct the mistake that he made. And that causes the friction and the struggle and the power struggle that you see in relationships. So couples need to learn how to have a shared value system from the beginning, from the beginning, yeah. a relational code of ethics, a celebration of the good that you bring into the relationship to see how it can help make this union a better union. And so we, it's, it's unlearning and relearning. We, right. We've brought all types of mindsets into the marriage that just don't serve the marriage. And I remember when we were on the verge of divorce, there were some things that I had to make a decision to divorce myself from. I decided to yeah. divorce me from myself in certain spaces, which allowed me to remain married to my wife. Yeah. And, and that's something that I'm glad you touched on because I think people, it's important to people to see genuineness. And, when, and, and being genuine is, you have to be truthful with people. And that's why I think you guys are, are, are definitely a hit. Um, I think I want to talk a little bit about, uh, as Ms. Danielle had, uh, spoke about, 
there's red flags you recognize. And then sometimes there's things that are embedded in us that we can get over. Like, I, cause I, I believe in our community, there's a history of breaking up families. So you have to know when to fight and not when to fight. That's why it's $99 to get a divorce and, you know, a couple thousand to get, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's $99 for a burger and, and, and $7 for a salad. So people have to realize these things in society too. But when is it right to fight? And when is it right to say, hey, you know what? It's best for me as a person to step away from situations. Or how do you guys go about with these, these two issues? That's a good question. I think you've got to be willing to do everything possible to see if it's possible for that relationship to be restored, right? A lot of times when people are ready to call it quits, the question is, well, have you gone to counseling? No. Well, have you done a marriage retreat? No. Have you taken a marriage class? No. Have you read a book? No. Have you done anything? No. And, and my thing is, listen, divorce should not be your first step. It should be your last step after having gone through a process of trying to restore it. Now, there's certain couples where, you know what, it's probably best that they go their separate ways, but at least yeah. you know. I think a lot of times people make decisions to leave in their emotions mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and, and they're not using sound thinking. They don't have wise counsel. They haven't gone through a process. Right. And we say at least do that to know for sure. You have to know that you know that you know that you know right. that yeah. this is the right decision. I mean, you would think, you would think that uh, most couples that come to us are coming to us because you've got, you know, physical abuse happening, you know, molesting of the children, these yeah. serious things that are obvious red flags. This is over. Call the police. Right. But it's not that it's the small things. People are coming to get a divorce over small things like di communication, yeah. disagreeing on funds, not having a plan for the future, you know, things like that. Or what people are divorcing. And so they're not actually doing the work to figure out if this can be resolved. So we don't make that decision for people. We you. lead them to make that decision for themselves. We help uncover and unearth all the issues because most couples stick their head in the sand. They mm -hmm. don't want to see what's really going on in their relationships. And you know what I'm talking about because we all have friends and couple friends and yeah. it's, it's as obvious as ever that this is a problem but they make mm -hmm. all the excuses. We take all the excuses away so that you can That's make a decision true. and we support I like that. I like, I like that answer a lot. You guys did a great job with that. I like that. <laughs> I mean, if, if, you, if you're looking at, there are people who are looking to the future. I mean, to the future, meaning they want to get married, whether they're 50, 60, 15, 18, whatever. And there are people who are currently married, right? So for those who are looking into the future, they want to get married someday. What are those things you will say, okay, hey, have you check, 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 check? Here's your checklist. Mm -hmm. There's uh, a few things. Yeah. Number one, you have to go to premarital or pre-engagement counseling. I think a lot of times people get married with their eyes wide shut. Think about <laughs> it. If you yeah. get a, a driver's license, you have to at least take a test. You got to take a course, go to school. You have to learn the laws. You got to figure something out. But when it comes to a marriage license, all you need is a blood test and a desire to say, I do. And to me, most are ill-equipped, unprepared, and ignorant about what a relationship is. So to me, a not a surface, but a comprehensive premarital, pre-engagement process is necessary. That's number one. Number two, you need to find yourself a marriage mentor. 
Here's the question. Who do you listen to? You listen to people who have what you want and have been where you are. So if I want to be in a a successful marriage, let me find someone who's in a successful marriage. I think particularly in our community, we get caught up in personalities. We're listening to the wrong people. We're listening to people. We're sharing our problems with people who share our problems rather than going to people who represent our answer and our solution. So we allow Instagram sound bites and quotes and certain personalities that sound good to give us you know, information that ultimately do not serve us. So get around or get in an environment uh, of the people who represent what you want to be. And that way, that way you're seeing it every single day. You know the inner workings of what it takes to make a relationship work because you, you put yourself in the right environment. Uh, look, I think we, we've done enough counseling for me and Andrew today. I wanna make sure we take care of you guys. Please feel free to give out your information or anything you want to tell them about any upcoming events so we can make sure these people uh, properly, you know, you know, get the get the information they need from you guys. Because I, I, I'm telling you right now, you I, you guys answered all those questions, did a great job. So uh, hey, you got it on my list. I'm, I'm referring you guys to everybody that even have a slight argument. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, you can go to couplesacademy.org. Once again, we have a daily show every single morning at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. And you can follow us on YouTube. Just type in Couples Academy and uh, uh, subscribe to the channel. Click the notification bell. Like it. Share it with other people that you know. Um, we're on social media, Facebook, you know, just everywhere. Yeah. But listen, if you are in need of help, reach out to us. You can set up a free discovery call and we can walk through your situation and give you some options that will help take your relationship to the next level. So, so one other question real quick, you know, how, how, you know, you mentioned something, we were on the verge of divorce and we had to learn in, in today's world, right? Post pandemic, you know, we're still in the pandemic. It's very, very easy for people to get in a fight, you know? Like the other day, my wife says, okay, can you hand me the fork? I'm like, well, it's right there next to you. I'm like, I'm like five miles away from the fork. You're like just right there. Yeah, just hand her the fork, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. You're right there. So I have to get up from the couch and walk Look. over to you and pick up the fork and yes. hand it to you. That's yes. it. I'm like, you're right the there. Look, can I can I help Andrew with this? Happy wife, happy life. Just get the fork, Andrew. Get the fork. And <laughs> that turned into a three-hour conversation. Oh Just yeah. get the fork. Yeah. What's yeah. Really was right there. Yeah, I mean, it's what we do, right? We go, we go into these small arguments that turn into a three-day fit. And then we yeah. sit back and yeah. say, you know what? I could have just handed her the fork. I, yeah. I, I've learned to avoid all that. I'm getting up and getting the fork. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, I heard you say it in jest, right? But real talk, happy wife, happy life is poison. <laughs> oh, Dude, I was happy. On, I, liked on, it. On, I liked it a lot. It's destructive. I thought she had him. I thought she had him. You know how many men take on that philosophy, happy wife, happy life? Come on, talk. And, and, and guess what? Let's just say their full objective is to make them happy. Is making their wife happy synonymous with making them happy? How many men are miserable and either aggressively respond 
or passive aggressively respond, and then they begin to venture out. Got you. I got you. I got you. And you vice versa. And vice versa. Got okay. you. Same thing. It's not happy yeah. husband, happy life, or whatever. You know, it's same thing on both sides. That's right. Happy mm-hmm. house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Happy house. Happy house. So, happy so, so, in essence, I've got a role. My role, my job, is to help fulfill her desires, vice yeah. versa. If we're both doing that, we both win. It's mutually beneficial for the both of yeah. us. I think I there's you. a lot of inequality in relationships where one's winning, one's losing, we're compromising, and we're both miserable in the process. Right. And we need to figure out how to make this relationship work. Babe, what do you need? What What would make you feel more fulfilled in this relationship? Boom, got it. Okay, now she's asking me the same thing. Boom, got it. And now that becomes our focus. Right. So it's not about me getting my needs met. It's about me meeting her needs. And she's operating according to the same premise. She's she's trying to meet my needs, not getting her needs met. And so that way we both get We're our balance. Needs met. Right. We're balanced. So so circling back to the four. Just give her the four. <laughs> Just give her the four. Look. Well, well OK, well, I mean, <laughs> maybe 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 it's cultural. Maybe it's cultural. You know? Ah, And that's the thing, too. Absolutely. You know? You know? I mean, but you know what I'm finding is that across the globe, because we, we work with couples around the world, social media and television is changing what marriage means around the world culturally. Yeah. Because women, and I'm talking about women because usually it's, that's the dynamic, right? The woman is more subservient in certain cultures. Across the globe, women are saying like, hold up, you know? I see how these women do it. And things are changing. And there needs to be some balance brought to that because women are losing an understanding of what the role is to be a wife. Mm -hmm. It's dying because you've got your housewives of Atlanta and Tacomic and all that with all this attitude and independence and not understanding how to treat a husband. At the same time, that subservientness, that domination, that putting the woman under the foot, that was never God's intention. He meant for us to work together, but that's why he says a, a woman submitted to her husband who is submitted to God. When we're mm-hmm. both submitted to yeah. God, come on, come on, sister. Yeah. Okay, here we go. We're not fighting because yeah. I can trust you because I trust God. So isms, whether it's feminism or chauvinism, isms create division in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when we're both submitted to a higher power, then guess what? Uh, ego doesn't get in the way, pride gets in the way, flesh doesn't get in the way. We're able to do what makes sense for mm. this union mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And we get into the details of that, right? Because that's just a sound bite, but then there's the practicality of everyday life and how to actually do it. And that's what we help couples understand how to do Look, I want to go ahead and give the information to couplesacademy.org. Uh, if you need this information, hold on, let me give the phone number out. It's 678-200-8996. Once again, to everybody listening or watching this to YouTube, 678-200-8996, coupleacademies.org. If you need the information, go to uh, thetimehoodieshow.com. We have everything posted. Look, I'm such a big fan. If you need this information, text me, and I'm going to give it to you, 909-266-4571. Text me, and I'm going to make sure you get this information because this is something that we need in our community I just got a text from y'all manager saying that y'all got another interview or something coming up, the Pedophores. So we definitely don't want to hold you up. K-Day listeners, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you so much. Uh, Sunday, 6.30 to 7 a.m. The Pedophores, it was my pleasure. I'm sending everybody I know who has an argument to you guys. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, 
Thank you so much again. It was definitely a pleasure. I enjoyed the show a lot. Thank you. Hey, do you have valuable information that can help your community? Okay. And you'd like to be a guest? Um, Hit us on our social media. Do it now. The Tie and Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com.